Hey listeners, welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Alana, ADHD life coach and social worker. I figured out how to manage my ADHD and now I help others do the same through my content on Instagram, through this podcast, and through online ADHD resources. I just released a brand new masterclass all about motivation to help you understand how to manage your motivation with an ADHD brain. Difficulty with motivation is one of the most common challenges that I work on with my one-on-one clients, and I'm so excited to get this information out to more of you. So I'll leave that link in the description notes, and I hope to see you in there. Thank you guys for being here, and I hope you like this episode. Hi, Skin. Hi, Alana. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Hey, listeners, viewers. What's Welcome up? Back. Oh, God. Viewers. Go easy yeah. on us. Yeah. We're launching our YouTube career. Like and subscribe. Cheers. (laughs) You know, this is kind of embarrassing, but whatever. I was saying subscribe. I wasn't saying subscribe. Subscribe? I don't know what it was. Like, I've read the word before. I knew it was subscribe, but when it came out of my mouth, I kept saying subscribe. Well, Which isn't say it so fast. You don't really need the B. Here, listen to this. This is embarrassing, but not for me. I was at work the other day and a girl said Valentine's. Like, <laughs> Valentine. That's funny. What? What? <laughs> Valentine's Day. We're adults. <laughs> I know. Really? It's like those little sayings that we hear incorrectly our whole life there was another one um like okay dog world is actually dog eat dog world I knew that one I knew it too but I used to say doggy dog because I don't want to think about dogs eating dogs yeah that's weird you know what really got me was the okay you know like okay well let's play it by ear yeah if you think about what that means I always thought it was let's play it by year, like one year, because it was like, let's take it one year at a time, you know, because that you is say such a long time frame <laughs> to be in question. <laughs> a whole year? You want me to wait a whole year? But I thought that was like the point of it. And so when I found out that it was ear, it re- I was really thrown for a loop. For a loop. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I just want to tell you one, one more because I think about this a lot. Um, one of my friends growing up, her name was Carly. I love Carly. She's so funny. Um, but she used to think it was, <laughs> I'm sorry. She used to think it was toilet trees. <laughs> Wait, this is hilarious. One time, in my bathroom, I wrote a sticky note, like, remember your toiletries? And I wrote it that way. I was really young. I was really, really young. <laughs> and my parents saw it and they were laughing because, yeah, I, I'm literally, I thought it was like a tree. <laughs> like toilet trees. And I want to be clear, Carly and I met in middle school. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, I miss that. I miss her. That's so funny. <laughs> Well, if you guys have any of those things that you used to mispronounce and then realize, let us know because they give us all a really good giggle. Yeah, that's funny. Um, How's your week going? My week's okay. Actually, my week is weird. I don't know if you've heard about any of this, but there was an ice storm in Texas. And um, so the whole entire city of Austin has been shut down since Monday night. 
Like they do not, and I'm not bagging on the Austin transport department, the DOT or anything, but they don't know how to deal with weather here. It's like they didn't ice. They didn't, they barely sanded. And then it was a full on ice storm. And there were like, I don't know. I think they said on Tuesday, there were 300 plus road accidents that EMTs were called out for. And then yesterday, something like 150,000 people in like the Austin metro area were without power. It's just been crazy. That is crazy. But like on a personal level, I was fine. I've been safe and I never lost power, thank God. But um, like staying in my apartment for three days without leaving has made me go insane. It's it's giving quarantine. It's giving, oh my God, it's giving quarantine. But like, at least in quarantine, I was with my family. Now I'm just in this like 750 square foot box with a dog who's essentially a rabid toddler. I was about to say, who's a, a baby. Yeah, he's a baby and he's so angry. He's so angsty now. But I mean, and I... This is a really good way to intro the topic because I know that we're going to be talking a little bit more about like routines and rigidity and stuff like that. It's really messed up my routine not being able to leave. And so like, I feel like I've been so unproductive and I feel really guilty. No, it's so hard. Like when things interrupt what we were planning to do. Cheers. Hmm. We're cheersing our coffee for the people listening. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I should... Starbucks should sponsor me. Starbucks, let us know if you want to sponsor an ill-organized ADHD <laughs> podcast. No, I'm honest. I'm just always drinking it. Um, they so know, like- guys, they know Alana by name at her local Starbucks. Partially because she's so nice to them. Like, she'll actually go in and have a normal conversation. Tip your baristas. Talk to them like they're normal people because they are. Um, but, yeah, they're like big Alana stands at the Starbucks where she lives. I was thinking about this the other day. I think my personal, my worst nightmare would be being a barista. Oh my God. Moving so fast with hot stuff. Impossible. Waiting for, or you just have a line of people who haven't had their morning coffee yet. Just staring at you. And And the people who order online and are just standing, staring, there waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. I'm always one of those people. Like I like say like five times. I'm like overly smiling. I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm like, wait. <laughs> like I don't want them to think that I'm like rudely waiting. So I'm just like, take your time. I love you. <laughs> Instead, they're going to think that you're insane. Oh, they're going to think I'm a weirdo. They're just like, who's this weird girl who keeps just like staring and smiling at me, not blinking. <laughs> How was your week so far? It just makes me sound like a killer um my my week has been super busy it's been good um I'm in Richmond this week I don't I'm so curious like if you guys does anyone so I live in northern Virginia does anyone any listeners live in Nova or Richmond Let, let me know I'm curious where everyone's listening in from yeah you can go find her at her local Starbucks baristas without moving all right, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. And with that. So well, you want to intro because I know that we did one of our best episodes actually was about routines and, you know, sticking to routines and making schedules and stuff like that. 
Totally. And I think like we're all learning as we go. And I have, I just wanted to talk about this again, um, but in a different way. Like I want to talk about how, <clears throat> well, I want to talk about how rigid structure and routines honestly is overrated a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. With that being said, overrated <laughs> means that it's valued too highly. So that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. So for people who like are listening and they find that a rigid structure, having like a super tight routine is helpful, that's great. I'm just saying that a lot of times we feel like that's like the only way mm -hmm. to reach our goals or to make progress. And I just think there's way too much value put on it. Like it's just, it's, it's not the end all be all. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. And I think what I said earlier is really good, like testament to that. I feel really guilty. Like the guilt is overwhelming when I can't stick to ridiculous things that I've set up in my brain. And also this kind of reminds me of us talking about how New Year's resolutions are slightly overrated as well, because that's just another form of rigid goal setting and rigidity in schedule building. And it doesn't work for a lot of people. So true. It doesn't. I mean, true. <laughs> true. The way that I think about it, like, routines and or, okay not routines structure in general any type of structure it's meant to be supportive right it's meant to help us like make less decisions it helps us know what to expect it helps us manage our time all this stuff all of that is meant to be supportive yeah. so I think the challenge that a lot of us can fall into is like we go to the extreme, right? We're like, well, we have to structure everything. And then all of a sudden we feel like pigeonholed into yeah. doing it completely perfectly. And then if we can't keep up with that, like perfect set schedule, we feel like we failed at something when it's like, it's, it wasn't all, that wasn't the purpose in the beginning. The whole purpose was to support us, you know? Yeah. It's like with dieting and stuff. The reason that extreme diets don't work is because you pigeonhole yourself into this really rigid way of eating and life does not care. Like life just doesn't follow the same set of rules that we individually set for ourselves. And then you break the diet and then you feel like crap. And so then you spiral down this hole. I mean, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. No, exactly. Like the, I just did a post on this yesterday. I know. I saw it. It was really helpful. Thank you. So, right. So like what, so what I was saying was that, of course, it's meant to help us not feel all over the place, but then it can be so overwhelming that we feel just like we have to do it perfectly. Yeah. And it's just not like that, you know, and it's, we need different things for different times. Right. So like, for example, a lot of us need flexibility in order to like lean into our hyper focus or to like get in the zone, like for any, anyone who's doing more like creative type work or things where they need to be like thinking in different ways. Yeah. A lot of times we do need like flexibility to allow us to get into that mindset. But then other times when we do have those like time management struggles or um, the times where we really can't procrastinate, that's when the structure is beneficial, you know? Yeah. So it depends. It's not like, oh, we should do our whole day with this, you know? That's so interesting. You know, this totally reminds me of, Alana has helped me out a couple of times with like very minute, acute issues in my life that she does with a lot of her clients. And um, 
like with this whole finding a job thing, she helped me build this thing that was like, okay, on low energy days or low energy moments, these are the tasks you can accomplish. When you feel like you have a lot of energy, these are the tasks you can accomplish. When you feel like you have a lot of energy and no time, here's what you, you know, and like, that's totally how you build out your programs. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's so helpful because when we're forcing, like when we're trying to do our hardest thing that requires like all the mental energy, but we're in a place where our brain isn't doing the things it needs to do. Yeah. And we sit there and like are working against ourselves. And honestly, we end up getting none of it done because we're resisting it and our brain isn't in the zone, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's completely unproductive because then it's like, we're working against ourselves as opposed to if we were just real with ourselves and we're like, all right, where am I at? Let's see what makes the most sense for my energy levels right now. But even sometimes for me, like in the last couple of days, it's been hard to stick to any structure, like at all, mm-hmm. like at all. I mean, most of the time my alarm goes off at seven, but I'm like, I don't really have anywhere to go or anything to do. And I could do all of this stuff that I need to do, but I just don't feel like it. And I'm so affected by my environment that cooking, sleeping, hanging out and trying to do productive work all in the same tiny area like made it impossible for me to get anything done it's so interesting that this is so on point because this week i'm in a hotel and i've been working all week in a hotel and obviously i'm not around my room my office like there's not the distractions of like oh i should organize this or oh i should do this i should do this so i've actually been like way like getting so much more done and able to stay really focused, but I think it's because I'm not distracted by my environment, which now I'm thinking about when I go home, maybe I need to work in different spaces or like, maybe, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was interesting. Cause I didn't have those reminders of like, Oh, clean this. Oh, do this because I'm in a hotel. What am I going to do? Like, it's an empty, it's a room, you know? I've realized that I am so affected by the TV. Like I didn't realize how much of a And it's bigger than just, oh, there's a TV, maybe I'll half listen. Like I'm in midway through the first season of a new show and like I can't, it's not that I can't think about anything else, but if there's a TV there, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm just a human. I'm going to watch it. So I need to like get out of here. Mm -hmm. I am so easily susceptible to the things that cause distractions around me. No, totally. Now I'm thinking about that too. I'm like, this is maybe I do need to go work in other places more. I mean, I, I work, you know, from home and I know not everyone, it's different for everyone, but yeah, I'm like, maybe it does make more sense for me to like go to the library more or for that exact reason, because what am I yeah. going to do to organize the books next to it? Like, I'm not, you know, there's nothing I can do. In yeah. A, I'm just and it's what you were, in front of me. I'm getting so excited and amped. I like feel myself inching closer. Um, <laughs> And it's what we were talking about. I've noticed that I like, I really like written, I like written stuff, like in general. And just to prove to you how much I like written stuff, I want to show you this. Let's see it. This is my notebook. This is my notebook. This is literally just ridiculous notes about nothing, about stuff I don't even know about. Like on the first page, here's a running list of stuff I needed for my apartment in an apartment I don't even live in anymore. I even drew out, I drew out all of the rooms 
with their measurements and everything. I don't know. I just really like written stuff. Here's a whole floor plan that I drew. I could have found the floor plan online, but why would I find the floor plan online when I can draw myself, you know? Um, so I have all of these to-do lists and on my to-do list, there's really one thing I need to do right now. It's to find a job, but I fill up my to-do list with all of this other stuff so that I can cross it off. And it's yeah. stupid stuff like take out the trash, which is stuff I need to do anyway, but I don't need to write it on a to-do list. You ever do something, then add it to your to-do list so, so that, you, that can you can cross it off? Yes. I'm like, how did that? I feel so much better. Look at me. But here's my thing too, that I don't understand. When people say, I guess this is more of a commiseration episode than it is us giving you guys helpful tips and tricks, but um, I don't understand when people are like, make your bed, because at least if you do nothing that day, you've done something. I'm like, bro, I was going to make my bed anyway. And that's an, that that's a write off. You know, even if I make my bed, if I go to sleep at night and I do nothing, I'll still feel like I did nothing. See, I, I disagree. I think like that first, see, this is good because you're saying that you automatically, so you're saying you automatically do it no matter what it's part of, it's already ingrained in your Yeah, like brushing my teeth and putting on deodorant. I don't consider that like a win for the day. I'm just like, oh, I've existed. But that's, yeah, I think that's a difference though. Cause like a lot of people don't automatically do that. So like yeah. doing it, it's like, oh, nice. Can you cross that off? You know, it's like a little dopamine dupe. Like, uh, I wish, I think- and I think I'm of the strain of people who are like particularly hard on themselves about, I'm in a point in my life right now where I, really? <laughs> hmm, I never got that. <laughs> I'm in a point in my life right now where I personally feel like I'm very low achieving. I'm pretty disappointed in myself and the fact that I don't have, my career just isn't where I thought it would be. I'm getting pretty anxious about it and, you know, all of this stuff. So I would live in squalor if it meant that I could find a job. Like that's, I think my mind, and, and, it's, and it'd be interesting to talk about this because I feel like so often you and I are similarly experiencing our ADHD. But I think I get into this all or nothing thinking so quickly where it's like, if I'm not finding a job, I'm not doing anything worthy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I brush my teeth or put on deodorant or make my bed. Like all of that is ridiculous. It really doesn't matter that I'm feeding myself and drinking water and blah, blah, blah. If I'm not finding a job, then what's, then all of this stuff is stupid. I hear, well, it's not stupid, but I, I hear, but you're so valid. I mean, I get that. I totally hear you. And I think that's also the main kind of point I was going to make about what we're talking about, which is that rather than feeling pressured for us to, like when we do want to add more structure into our life or whatever that is, it's about, hi, Wally. Oh my I gosh, now oh, people can see Wally. Oh, this is Wally, everyone. Um, okay. He and wants then, to listen because he has bad structure in his day too. Yeah, Wally um, likes the ADHD. <laughs> he actually probably does. <laughs> um, but Sorry. what I was going to say is really the main takeaway is like, rather than saying we have to create structure in our like structure our entire day morning to night all this stuff for like find the one thing you know find the one area you feel like you need a little bit more of that structure and just start there like just starting there so whether i know for a lot of people that's one type of project at work it's just getting into the gym it's just making a little bit of a change in 
what or we're making eating. your bed. It's just making, yeah, like just starting there. And yeah, so like for structure for making your bed, like as silly as it sounds, but for the people who don't already do that naturally, um, like, you know, those checklists, that's an example of like, that's adding structure to this one, to this one small thing, you know? Yeah. And then now we add that it, me, I mean, I am doing something and I think like I've been doing that, like I've been writing the list and making my bed and putting on deodorant and brushing my teeth and like doing these things for so long that they've lost their shine kind of like they've lost how important that is. But I guess I do need to remind myself that like there will be times in my life where making my bed feels like an insurmountable task. Yeah. And so it's really good that I'm doing it. It is. Well, I'm about to sneeze. I literally, I have this sneeze that's about to, I'm just like sitting here waiting for it. Waiting for it to happen. Is it because Wally's on the screen? (laughs) Alana's allergic to dogs. I I have allergies. Which makes me giggle. (laughs) Even if it feels like a small thing, that for people with ADHD, a lot of times we need those little things to help us feel motivated, to help us go on to the next thing. We get dopamine from doing the small things, which is why when those things online are like, do the hardest thing first, we know that's not the way that it works for people with ADHD for the most yeah. part. It's, it's kind of about building up to that or starting to get that momentum going. It's so interesting because I'm wondering if I reframe my thinking from like a whole day where I'm like, oh, I didn't do all this stuff that I needed to do. And instead just reframe it task by task. It'll yeah. feel like I've accomplished a lot more, you know? what I mean. Yeah. That, that prioritization function of like where to start, what to focus on, that is a challenge for people with ADHD. And we don't do it as naturally as someone without ADHD, you know, because we're looking at it all at once. And so I just, just, yeah, it's looking at everything at a bird's eye view when that's not how life works. And I think that a huge thing that I struggle with that is I'm really unkind to myself. I'm, and so then when I set these goals and try and keep a rigid schedule because I feel like that's what I should be doing to be healthy and productive, and I don't do that, I mean, oh my God, I think we say this every other episode, but I would never talk to you the way I talk to myself. If I spoke to any of my friends the way I speak to myself, I would not have friends. No, of course not. It's crazy that critique we put on ourselves and everything. And that also reminds me of just the, um, I saw a post about this. It was just saying that there's so much being a morning person is like, so again, overrated. Like it works for a lot of people. Again, if that time is works for you, that's great. And at different times in my life, being a morning person has been like really, really important and everything. And then other times, not so much, but there are so many really successful, amazing, creative people who don't get up early. But again, for some reason, we've like put this like value on that as like, that's the one thing you need to do. And it's like, well, the truth is for ADHD, it's more about consistent sleep, not as yeah. much about when you're sleeping. It's just about keeping it as consistent as possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we put so much value on these things and it's like, we're not even looking inwards and it doesn't work to do something because it we feel like we should be doing it. That's just kind of my thoughts on the on the topic. I'm curious what you guys think, you know, because it's so different for everyone. So I'm curious, yeah. if, you know, what works for you, if more of that flexibility is helpful or structure yeah. or just finding a balance. Because again, like I said, for some things we need that flexibility, for some things we need 
that structure. But it's not going to feel good to do this, but sometimes you need to trial and error it. Like I know none of us really want to get knee deep into something only to realize it doesn't work. Like the concept of trial and error sucks to me because I'm like, you want me like with hair care, such a good example. You want me to try something and then wait a couple months and then it doesn't work. And then I have to start all over again. That's ridiculous. But trying something and having it not work, you're already miles ahead than where you were before you tried anything at all. Totally. You're still moving forward. Like still Even though moving. it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I just want to say one quick thing before we sign off on the whole topic of negative self-talk. I was listening to Girls Gotta Eat. It's a podcast. Um, it's hilarious and fantastic and I'm obsessed with them. But Raina, one of the hosts, was saying she read somewhere or I don't know what it was and I'm going to butcher it, but she was like, on average, it takes someone – seeing an ad on Instagram or social media three times before they buy that product. Now, if you're saying something to yourself 10,000 times in your head, how often, like how quick, like if it only takes three times for you to buy something, it's not going to take 10,000 times for you to start believing it, you know? Mm -hmm. So you need to be really careful about the stuff that you say to yourself and how you treat yourself when these routines fall through, because you will start to believe it, even though you know it's not true. Yeah, no, totally. That's a really good point about like affirmations. Uh I know we're going to have, I'm really going to, I'm looking for, um, actually, I already know I have it set up, but I want to have a whole podcast with a professional about like body image and things like that. Yeah. But one of those things like affirmations feel so silly because you're telling yourself things that it's like, oh yeah, I should know that, whatever. But that's why it works is because eventually if you keep repeating these things to yourself and reminding yourself, you start to believe them more. Yeah. We talk about this a lot like I share this with you but like with body image for example there are certain times like certain weeks where I'll be struggling with that significantly more than others and I have to remind myself like and I literally say this to myself you are not the problem this is something that you're struggling with more this week like it's a body image issue it's a me issue and so I have to remind myself I'm like this is something that you are having a harder time dealing with this week or today that doesn't mean you. it's you. You don't need to change anything right now. You don't need to go to any extremes. You just need to be and recognize. And like, I'm just sharing that because it's like the affirmations I've always been like, is that even like, is that kind of silly? But yeah. it's not. And I do have to use those and remind myself those things. That's Sometimes kind of awesome. all we can do in these moments of not feeling our best, whether it's with body image or emotional or sticking to a routine sometimes all you need to do is just let the feelings come and then notice them acknowledge them and then just let them pass by notice the fact that i am not feeling good about myself right now why am i not feeling good about myself because of x y and z you don't have to interact with those feelings and it takes discipline like i can't i think it's gonna be if i had a tagline it would be this stuff takes practice It really does. I say it literally every week. And honestly, I got to tell you, I listen to this podcast each episode, probably what, on average three times, once when we're recording it and then twice just listening it over. It's it's really starting to help me. It's practice, you know? And I know that like I'm listening to it on average three times more than most people. Most people are listening to it. But I mean, 
the practice, it's helping. And so I'm telling you guys, if you just, and this podcast won't be it for everyone. Like I get that. But for me, it's really, really helping to reaffirm the fact that I am not the problem. It's not in me. It is just, I can just notice all of this stuff and I can just live above it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was a fun episode. I liked I know that we've done an episode about rigid structures and creating a foundational rigidity in your life and how it doesn't work. But I do know that episode was a lot more like research-based. And so I think that we're trying to move a little bit more towards this easier conversation. And it's been, yeah, I mean, and it's been really helpful. I think it's hard for the two of us because it's a little bit more confronting about, you know, we don't have a lot to hide behind about like, oh, well, this doesn't affect me, but this is what the research says. And like, you guys are really getting a very clear view of the stuff that we struggle with. So, I mean, it's scary, but it's like good scary. Yeah, no, I love it. And I just, I think that it feels like, I, I love listening to podcasts where it just feels like I'm like hanging out with the people, you know, and we're just like mm-hmm. chatting. And so that's what we want this to be for you guys. Just like a safe space to like yeah. have this stuff and like find ways to kind of work through it. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Please, so. please, please, please tell us the stuff that you guys used to mispronounce. I think that's so funny. And I have a billion that I've done, but um, I think that would be so funny and cute i think they're so cute yes so like let us know subscribe not subscribe (laughs) yeah subscribe it's don't forget your toiletries (laughs) but i'm just imagining like trees okay um but yeah (laughs) all right thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next week yeah we'll be back next week more conversation more silliness yep see you guys later Bye. Thank you so much for listening and tuning into this episode of the Absolutely ADHD podcast. As I said before, you can find us on Instagram at absolutely.adhd and go ahead and message us. Let us know what you want to hear more about. And don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a rating, all that good stuff so we can continue sharing this information with more amazing ADHDers. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you have a good week. Thank you.